Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, the 7 o'clock hour, right here on my talk. And streaming worldwide on our MyTalk app. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Dawn's here. Steve, or Steve, uh, Steve <laughs> Kornacki's here. Um, that was a lot to take in just now. I'm sorry, Steve. Kenny's here as well. Hi. Marianne from Brooklyn. All I need is Jason. Love you. Love you, Marianne. <laughs> um, speaking of Steve, um, uh, you know, Lori and, Ju- Lori and Julia have a book club. We know that. Um, and, and now Donna and Steve have a version of it that hilariously pisses off Lori and Julia mm. because Lori and Julia think that Donna and Steve yeah. uh, stole the idea from them. 
Well, well, they invented it, Jason. Look, they look, invented look, the, the book. The, the whole concept. Was I theirs. love it. There's a loan. Even though this year marks, this week marks the 25th anniversary of Oprah's book club. But besides that, anyway, <laughs> um, and I'm not joking on that. That's yeah, actually true. Right. Uh, but but yeah, your other show over there, Don, uh, does have a book club. And can you explain for the morning folks that maybe don't get to listen to DNS? Yeah. How does that club work? Like, is there is there a fun twist to it, or is it just whatever? Like, Skippy gets in his mailbox, or w- w- what is it? Well, I will say that Steve bought me the book, so thank you for that. Now, mm. here's where I trash him. Oh, okay. um, it's Steve's idea. Steve <laughs> oh. gets a wild hair up his behind, okay. and he is always on some type of a juice cleanse. Or some yeah. program. He's one of those yeah. people who has to say, for the next 30 days, I'm going to do this experiment. It's like he's Tony Robbins for himself. He's yeah. like, I'm yes. going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day this month, and I'm going to YouTube it, and then I'm going to put it on Instagram, and I'm going to show you how my life changed. And then he goes on from like, now we're going to do a juice cleanse. He tried to rope me into a ju- juice cleanse. He gave yeah. me a full infomercial. And I said yeah. at the end, absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. $90. He goes, Don, you can get this juice right now tonight. It, they'll deliver it to you if you order right now. I mean, it's literally like he works on QVC trying to convince Donna to do things, watch things. So she she um, agreed to do this book club and read oh. Billy Summers, which is Stephen King's latest novel. Oh, no. no, um, no I no. have, I know that this is an unpopular opinion. But I think since Stephen King had an accident and hit his head, he hasn't been the same as far as writing goes. And I, that is like, that's a terrible thing to say, but I just don't, I'm not into Stephen King like a lot of people are. Oh, I'll take it further, Don. I've never liked Stephen King, and I've never thought he was a good writer, ever. I've read, read a lot, lot of Stephen of King, and yeah, I do like I, the... I tried, pre- I, I can't, eh. I mean, I like... The older Stephen King, but I've tried to read other ones that are more recent, and I don't He's like them. another one of these guys that follows the same formula. Every book's the same. Dude. It's just, it's like, I feel bad for him, because I know that a lot of his earlier works, he was on a lot of drugs. Like, he doesn't even remember writing the Tommyknockers. He doesn't remember writing it. Not even That's a, a great bit title. of it. So I read this book called Billy Summers, and I thought, if I spent 513 pages reading this book, I'm at least going to use it on the morning show somehow. This is yeah. why I put it on the sheet. Well, Don, please, anytime, you know me, uh, please. I, I, and I want to cross-promote our friends over there at the DNS show. Well, I hope they're uh, not listening right now. At <laughs> 9 a.m. here on my talk, two great Dino people. Might be. Um, here's what I, may I, may I have, may I show some sympathy for you, Don? Yeah. May I? And Kenny will be with me. I just, uh, hashtag poor Don. Uh, hashtag poor Don. <laughs> and I mean this. Now, this is going to come across as sarcastic, but I really mean this. Hashtag poor Don. It was long-suffering uh, uh, Donnie and for poor Don. Because as you were talking, I was realizing the amount of, and I know we're very lucky to have these jobs. We're just having fun with this. So for yeah. the seven people out there Please with no senses of humor, don't take this seriously. This is all sarcastic. We are very lucky to have the jobs we have. Having said that, I just realized, just realized how many horrible things 
you have to consume for entertainment in order just to perform your duties. Because on this uh, crappy show, you have to do forced movie reviews. Yeah. uh, And you have to watch three-hour network uh, pieces of network television. You have to watch movies that you don't necessarily want to watch, but you do just because you know we have three hours to fill every day. (laughs) Yeah. And now on Donna and Steve, you have to read books? Yeah, and we're not doing it again, though. Because we oh. all agreed it was too much. So oh, we did okay. one book in the book club. Um, oh, then, okay, then hashtag, oh, well done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I, mob, maybe because I bitched so much, I'm not sure. Um, it was actually, no, I didn't bitch a lot. <laughs> I let them squabble between each other because there was always this discrepancy as to how many pages we were going to read by next Monday. And they would go back from like, First of all, I started out, they had already read 175 pages. So Steve ordered me the book, and I had, over the weekend, to catch up and read 175 pages. Oh. Right off the bat. We, we are done with college. There's a reason we are grown. We are done with school. This sounds like a school assignment <laughs> to me. You know, and I don't read fast. I'll admit, I, I'm a slow reader. And so that was an effort. I mean, it took me hours and hours and hours. And then, you know, it would go vacillate between like, we're reading 75 pages this week. But then um, then it would change to 100 pages and then it would change. And so I had to carve out time, which, you know, poor me, I'm reading a book. Hashtag poor Don. But um, I just there's things about Stephen King that just really irk me. And I don't like, there's an underlying creepiness. And when I say creepy, I don't mean more scary. I mean when it comes to him describing women and young girls. It is a consistent oh. thing throughout his books that makes me feel very, <gasps> oh. very uncomfortable. Oh, there are a lot of things that. that he doesn't need to describe, and it involves young girls. Like, for instance, if you read the book It, in the movie... <clears throat> She does not have sex with her friends. Did you know in the book that the twelve-year-old girl has sex I, as a bonding with her? I heard that with her male friends. That's what? like, and it's not like, oh, the clown made me did it, <laughs> do it, or something like that. No, yeah, it's like, okay, in order to defeat this clown, we're gonna have to have sex. I'm gonna have to no. pass you around, and then no, it's just like no. in this book, there was all this pedophilia, and it was like described too much for my taste. And there was this other girl who's in the book, and this older man gets very close to her, and there's all these oh. descriptions of him sleeping next to her. Pit. There's no, a lot of his no. books that do this, and like you don't need to describe no. that stuff. It just makes me think about that Stephen King is a creep. And Donna's like, I don't think of the writer at all. And then she, once I oh, said really? it, she started to realize and really look at it. She's like, oh, you're right. This is weird. And it's <laughs> consistent. It's not like one book. It's like you've got like, uh, you know, he had a hand in Castle Rock. And that was, you know, that's all of his baby. And there's, you know, a lot of things in that. And just, ew, I don't like it. And I'm don't, like, ugh. Don, I always have a running dialogue going with the author as I'm reading something. Always. Yeah, I'm judging you. And and, and a lot of times I'll just tell the author, you know what, screw you, and the book goes into the fire pit because it's garbage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And And, he brings up, it's like the the big bad always has something to do with a sexual um, nature. Like they've, they've had some like 
child rape or, um, oh, you know, yeah, sorry to say that it. early this morning, but some oh. type of like the kid was molested by their dad as a kid. And that's why this guy is evil. But then you're like, there are other bad things that people can do. Can do. Yeah. That, and so you keep bringing this up and it makes me suspicious. We're talking yeah. about Stephen King books and uh, in re- relation to the one and done segment on Donna and Steve. <laughs> Book club stolen Billy from Lori and Julia. Yeah. yeah, I did think it was a good, but I gave it a five out of ten. Okay, I want to be the book club boss of both um, the podcast I'm on and my talk because my contention and, and Such does authors' corner and his pedest his reading is just pedestrian garbage. I want to be the person that assigns the authors and titles to these people and see if they can keep up with real literature. Well, speaking of real literature and your podcast, when we come back, it's my favorite occasional segment on our show, other than why the hell is on this sheet, and that is Let's Try to Tease Kenny's Podcast. We'll do that, plus a TV taste test when we return. Stay with us. Jace, I hear you're going for a test drive. Didn't you just buy a new car? Not that kind, goobers. I'm getting a smile test drive. Oh, with Dr. Amy? Yep, it's kind of like a try-it-before-you-buy-it kind of thing. In one 30-minute appointment, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can show folks what their smile could look like after one of her legendary smile makeovers. And we all know a good smile means so much to folks. Yeah, it really does. And Dr. Amy is so passionate about it. She's had years and years of experience in cosmetic dentistry and knows what she's doing when it comes to veneers. And she also gets that this is a commitment. So here's great news. Hughes Dental offers a financing option as well. So if you're getting ready for a big event or just want to know more about veneers and Dr. Amy's smile makeover, go to Hughes Dental on Instagram and check out the smiles. Or go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her team. And be sure to let them know you heard about Hughes Dental from My Talk 1071. Oh, welcome back. What's happening? What in the world is going on? I recognized an artist and I thought I was off the air. I said to Dawn, is this pink? And she said yes, and I'm very proud of myself. Wow. First time for everything. Well, I go, your yes. mic's on, and then I go, and now mine's on. <laughs> Congratulations, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you. This is pink, everybody. Yeah, pink. On this Tuesday, September 21st. I'm so glad you know that. Big day around here. It is, it is. Uh, Speaking of Kenny, oh, I love this. Uh, It's one of my favorite things that we occasionally do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Let's Try Our Hardest to Tease Kenny's Podcast. Let's do this the way you... the way you do Walking Dead, let's do that because oh. I want to say news <laughs> from the back? Krabby Coffee. Yeah, news news from the Krabby Coffee Shop is back. Is it back? Last, last week. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It was downright fun, and not only was it fun, it's getting better because the emperor, the man in charge, gave us a producer. And he is starting this week. He's going to observe on Wednesday. And by um, next Wednesday, a week from uh, tomorrow, he'll be in charge. I think he's going to be running the board. He's going to be doing all the work that Dawn uh, had been assigned. So all we have to do is show up like the big, huge, giant stars we are and sit back and shoot the S. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And last week. Both Dawn and John uh, brought some good stories to the table that we had a lot of fun with. And I don't know if we lasted an hour, uh, but it seemed like five minutes. It was so fun. The time went by so quickly. Oh, that's great. And we are legitimately going to start looking for guests. I have a couple in mind. One is a friend of mine who's been a concert promoter in, in town since the 80s. Um, and I've always been really, really careful around him um, not revealing anything behind the scenes he you know because obviously he's on a first name basis with the rolling stones okay okay that's how that's okay. how big he is and as it turns out don he produced Ozfest, the one that we you oh, and i have talked yeah. about i was there as a fan you were there working it was mm-hmm. in the dome in the 90s that was his show so he he's a really big concert promoter and he has said um to quote gene i might be open to that Oh, so we'll get goodness. a lot of good stories out of Gene. Everybody in town knows him. Um, he's uh, you can't go out with Gene anywhere in a local club because everybody knows Gene. Everybody knows so, him. Yep. So I'm hoping to get him on for an hour, and we're looking for guests that aren't major news players but are fascinating nonetheless. We're, we're looking for interesting, fascinating people, and they you certainly don't have to be famous for this. I mean, shiver me timbers. Uh, Don, do we have the emperor on the phone? Emperor, are you hearing oh, yeah. this positivity from Kenny? Yes. I know, seriously. Can you <laughs> believe it? I mean, seriously. Can Good. you believe it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So last week, I'm, I'm on my phone in the shop taking a break um, from doing a million things. Phone rings. I answer it right away. It's him. Oh, and no. you know how he treads lightly with me, right? So he's yeah. kind of hemming and hawing and say, uh, I want to run something by you. That's his line. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how's, how, how's the farm? How you doing? Hi. How's Fox doing, Jason? Uh, by yeah. the way, I just want to run something by you. What, what if we put your show on at midnight until 4.30? Is that all right? Yeah, yes. go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And he was treading lightly like he was creeping out on thin ice and... Uh, it just so happened that the person he's hired, Ross Brendel, uh, has been a friend of mine, and um, the roommate and I have known Ross and his dad for forever since Ross was a little kid. So I, I love Ross, and he's going to do a good job, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really, I think I surprised him when I said, "I'm all in. This is a great idea." Wow. I didn't. I don't think he was ready for that reaction. No, he was not. Yeah, I I, I would imagine. Well, this so, is great. This so is going to be great, and let me tell you why. 
Yes, Don. Because Chris Reavers is unreliable. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a fact. Plus, I love him, but seriously, when you show up 20 minutes late, I can't. There's certain things that I can't access to oh, actually run this show. Gosh, I love this. And so we all have to text him, and he's like, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was at the doctor. And I'm like, uh, okay, that, could you yeah. tell us, like, you could have told us yesterday, like, I have to go to the doctor or maybe even this morning and say, I will be 20 minutes late. Then we will adjust our schedule. Chris yeah. Reavers used to work here at My Talk, and now he's over on the uh, digital side or podcast side working for Garage Logic. If you're new to us, that's who Chris and Reavers I, is. I'm not in the business of defending Reavers. As a matter of fact, I've pretty much built a career uh, around ripping Reavers. Yeah. Um, but I hope he doesn't hear me say this. Don't, nobody, please don't tell Chris I said this. Uh oh. He's got a lot on his plate. Um, he's doing the GL thing and he's got a beer show thing and he's recording stuff and well, Joe and, and me, we're not easy to work with. So we're always screaming and yelling at him. <laughs> and then he's got a family, two young boys, um, you know, and he's wrestling daycare and kids and et cetera, et cetera. So he's really, really busy. You mean um, things that I did as a single mother alone? Yes, Don. Yes. Okay, just yes. checking. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, God, when we get to Disney World, I'm going to give you a big hug and put beef jerky in your boobs. Oh, God, I love you. I'm just kidding, Chris. I really am. No. And, and Chris's line, uh, Reavers, his line is... You know, well, Joe and I will always ask him. So, did you get that music ready, or you get? Uh, have you got that guest? And he, Chris's line is always, "We're one day closer," which means it's never ever going to happen. Oh. Um, but he is very very busy, and I'm really looking forward to Ross coming on board. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Because <laughs> oh. Ross is a go getter. I'm I'm self contained. I can do things on my own, but when I don't have access to certain things. Because they're yeah. hidden away in Reaver's, you know, yeah. in his email and his password, like the opening music right. to the show, for instance. Yeah. It's in an email. And I would really like it. <laughs> well, he won't be doing it anymore, but if he no, could no. cut out the beginning where I'm just setting things up, that yeah. would oh, be great. God. Because if you turn on last week's podcast, he left in me going, Oh, are you guys, are you all ready? Are we ready to go? <laughs> oh, and then well, he didn't sometimes... cut that out. No, I don't like it, Kenny. I don't care if oh. you like it or not. I don't like okay. it. It sounds okay. unprofessional. This and it sounds freaking terrible. It sounds so bad. And then I go, hey, it's time for the Krabby. It's like, we don't need to pull back the curtain on something. They don't even know Dawn, what it is. Dawn, it's an old... It's not charming. It's not charming. It's listening to Dawn Unleashed on My Talk 107.1. <laughs> it's an old, old, old bit where it's called, uh, like on old jazz albums, it's called Studio Chatter. Yeah, and you, you hear, dude, you don't have to explain it to me. I've been in radio a long time. But you, you have to establish an audience first. First, okay. you have to gain their trust, and that yeah. requires having some type of structure, Jesus. which right now we don't have. I'm being yelled at. We don't have the structure to do that yet. They don't know us yet. What if somebody pops? and they don't know and they're like what is this i mean the regular audience doesn't know these ooh cutesy little things we're doing no no does jason start out his show that way on tv dawn unleashed is sponsored in part by kiss my ass apple juice available at lesson by lisa kowalski's
I think we need to steal this Dawn Unleashed for the podcast because I'm loving this. I don't want to do that on that one because they don't know me like that yet. No, my favorite exchange, and there's so many of the last eight minutes, is Kenny goes, no, it's an old bit from back in the... I don't like that. I'm sorry, Kenny. I don't like that. Oh, Dawn. We got to act like we know what we're doing, or at least fake it. We got to right. fake it until you right. make it. Right. We got to go. But um, uh, as for Ross, Ross, yeah. Ross is like we were at his age, Don. He's 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 a digger. He's going to he'll be somebody someday. Okay. Oh, Don, I think Don's going to dig. Had a talk. I think Don's going to dig a hole and put you all in it and bury you alive. <laughs> News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, available at Sam Goody, B Dalton and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll Good be back segment. right after Good this segment. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a Bachelor in Science degree in Applied Psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program, meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. Um, Thank you for being afraid. A golden moment with the Golden Girls. Friends, they're more like animals. All they do is party and carry on all hours of the night. I am abhorred. We know what you are, Blanche. I'm glad to finally hear you admit it. <laughs> this has been a golden moment with the Golden Girls. Oh, cute. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Chase. Lex is off today. <laughs> Don's here. Kenny's here. You're here. Oh, my goodness. Good times. Great oldies. Uh, would You Rather will return uh, at its regularly scheduled time tomorrow. Uh, but since uh, we had a special presentation of Dawn Unleashed, uh, we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna do. We're gonna do a little. Uh, t- we're gonna do a little TV uh, talk uh, right here, right now. So let's do a little. Let's do a little TV taste. What test. is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, can I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV taste test. Okay, there's a lot to get to, and maybe I'll, I'll save some for the top of the 8 o'clock hour because we will obviously not have Read Your Sticks today because Alexis is uh, taking the day off. Uh, so Dawn has one, I have one. I will start with this, and that is Scenes from a Marriage uh, with Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac um, from Star Wars and the upcoming Dune. Dune. Uh, this is, uh, I was interested in this or this got on my radar for the most ridiculous 
reason, and you're all going to smile or or laugh. But it got on my radar because the original Scenes from a Marriage is from 1973, and it's a TV miniseries uh, from Ingar Bergman's uh, book. And Scenes from a Marriage is also the basis for Knott's Landing. It uh, this is? Was, yeah. Oh. Scenes from <laughs> Yeah. They that. wanted... Yeah, the, the creators who worked on... Remember the show Family in the 70s? Yeah. Family? Yeah. The same people that did Family, uh, and it was a huge hit, CBS went to them and uh, said, hey, we want to continue to do business with you. And the guy's name is David Jacobs. And he said, well, I kind of want to do a little bit of scenes from a marriage. I, I have a vision of a cul-de-sac where we we come into the windows and, and we witness different marriages in different states of, of, of being. You know, we have a marriage in turmoil. We have a young marriage. We have an we have a older established couple. Thus came Knott's Landing. CBS rejected it and said, well, if we're going to do this soap opera thing, we want something glitzier. Can you come up with something else? So they came up with Dallas. And then Dallas became when Dallas wow. became a hit. When Dallas became a hit, they said, hey. You are really churning out these shows. Can we do a? Can you make your Knotts Landing show a spinoff of Dallas? And that's how that happened. Uh, anyway, so this, so the scenes from a marriage caught my attention because I was familiar with the source material. Unfortunately, my fascination uh, st- started and ended right there because this is awful. <laughs> it is like a nightmare. Uh, it is like uh, a nightmare therapy session that you didn't pay for. You don't want to be in. You didn't book the appointment and you just want to run far, far away from it. Uh, it is an exercise in uh, terror and oh. it's an exercise in boredom and uh, an in, in tedium. In boredom. Oh. oh, it is an extra. It is the Olympics of boredom uh, because <laughs> you uh, the, the the moment the screen comes up, you're you're put into this uh, interview basically with this couple, Chastain and Oscar, and this one scene goes on for basically twenty minutes, and oh. it's just the couple being interviewed about their marriage and they're part of a study. And then the rest of it reads like a boring ass play that your friends take mm-hmm. you to because they're kids in it. Um, you, you, you're just sitting there and it's claustrophobic because all the action takes place basically in their house. And it's just one long therapy session that you didn't ask for. No, no. Um, what, is Run this a series this. or is this a movie? It's a mini series. Oh, and it's on HBO. Ooh. So, but, oh, without a doubt. <laughs> um, if you, if you are, especially if you're listening and you don't have the best marriage ever, oh. or you and your wife or your you and your husband are experiencing a rough period, Lord have mercy. Do not watch this. Um, I'm just trying to warn every type of person to not watch this. Yeah. If you, um, <laughs> if you like good things, don't watch yeah. this. Um, if you like being entertained, don't watch this. Oh my um, gosh. If you like to watch paint dry, watch this. Watch this. Okay. Um, if you like insurance seminars, oh! 
watch this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you like Zoom meetings with your coworkers, watch this. Um, it's horrid. We got, uh, we basically had about 15 minutes left in the first episode. And I, I can tell when Colin doesn't like something. Um, and I was getting, I was picking up on those signals and I said, are we liking this? And he goes, he goes, no. I said, should we turn it off? He goes, well, how much, how much do we have left in this episode? And I pressed the button. We had like 20 minutes. He goes, well, we might as well finish it. Oh, so we finished it. And well, he finished it. I went to the bathroom for the last eight minutes. Um, so, oh my gosh, did you say what happened? Give me a recap. No, I didn't even care. Oh my. No, um, I hate this, hmm? and uh, I will never watch another episode. So, scenes from a marriage on HBO. There we gosh. go. Yeah, it's horrid, Don Kenny. It's horrid. Did you? This watch- is really. T- it's turning into negative Tuesday. I'm really I having didn't a good mean, time know, today. I'm sorry. This is I, awesome. This is because Alexis like isn't here. Now, I know. Yeah, and I, I, I know. We're going to get an email. Creep. I, I like know. I, well, no. Let me look. I always try to balance it out. because I don't been, have I, to like it. I know. but No. I'm, um, there are things. Okay. I'm looking at the sheet here. We have Liz coming up. That'll be positive. Um, yeah. Dawn, I don't know how you felt about Ted Lasso, but you started the Emmy winning Ted Lasso. Right. So we'll hear about that. Uh, the other two shows that we're going to talk about today, I loved. I loved. One, I really, like, capital L love. Let's try to get Liz to complain about something. Oh let's God. do it. Yeah. Let's get her on the negative train. It's called Negative yeah. Tuesday. What do you have to say, Liz? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So no. Liz, get ready. No, just joking. <laughs> She's so positive. She'll she'll bring up. But no, I'm just being honest. I it's I. I wish I loved this because again, um, it's connected to my beloved uh, KL and two great actors. Two great. I love them both. Mm-hmm. I would sleep with both of them, but no, no. no. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. So I wonder who directed it. What do you feel like the direction is just wrong, or is it just the script? Everything's wrong. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just boring. It's boring as hell. I mean, that's just fundamentally what's wrong. It's boring. I mean, I I'm in therapy. I I, I that's not fun. I don't, it's like, you know, it's like when shows mimic your reaction. I don't want to see this. I'm living it. Not about <laughs> marriage, but I'm living therapy. You know what I mean? I don't need to sit and watch these two idiots uh, in therapy. Uh, I wonder if you would like, um, I absolutely loved um, A Marriage Story. I avoided that as Adam well. Adam Driver. Yeah, I avoided that as and, well. And um, Black Widow, what's your name, Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's so good though. It is. It is so good. The acting is like will blow you away. I could watch that. I just don't want to watch a therapy it's, it's session. It's about like a breakup, a divorce, and how um, oh, it's oh, it's so no no no. But it's just so raw. Like as an actor, just to appreciate the outstanding work they did and the things that they say to each other and what their lawyers do. It's okay. Based on a big true story. names. Yeah, yeah Laura Dern, Alda, uh, Leota, Julie mm-hmm. Haggerty. Wow. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Well, let's see how Liz is today. She uh, in the same <laughs> mood we are. Stay right there. And like I said, a little bit later at the top of the eight, uh, Ted Lasso, the morning show is back. I'll give you the review. And then Sex Education on Netflix. Uh, we'll be back after this. And now, a golden moment with the Golden Girls. Okay, girls, which goes better, the silver chain or the pearls? The chain. An amateur's mistake. 
Can't you see that the chain accentuates the many folds of that turkey-like neck? Well, that may be, but the pearls draw attention to the non-existent bosom. This has been a golden moment with the Golden Girls. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. Uh, it is Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. 748 is the time. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. Delightful lady. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning, like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins oh, us hello. live for our Tuesday visit. Hi, Liz. Hi, how are you? Well, Liz, uh, a warning. Uh, Alexis is off today, so it's just a Dawn, Kenny, me, and we're all a little surly today. We're a little, we're a little worked up, Liz. Well, I, have, I think I have something that'll make you feel better. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I happened to get your TV show a couple days ago. And you were talking about your grandfather? Yeah. And you said that he had a boob cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. I thought he's a pretty nifty grandpa. What? <laughs> oh, we don't know oh, this. Oh, what Liz. Is that, what does that mean? Oh, Liz, thank you for bringing this up. I didn't tell. Oh, Liz, you're so good. You're like you're like a co-host today. <laughs> yeah, um, there we go. <laughs> I love this because what Liz is referring to, Don. I didn't. Um, I didn't get to this on the sh- on the the radio show. Okay, so I have told the two of you, Kenny and Don and my talkers, you know the story. I've told it eh, maybe five or six times over the years about the one and only time I went fishing as a kid. Um, my my cousins took me, I was about six or seven years old, and my cousins took me uh, behind my papal Earl's house of Betty and Earl's. And there was a creek back there. And my cousins were older than me. And, you know, they made fun of me because, you know, I wasn't a normal boy. I didn't fish with them. I didn't play sports. So they took me back and were like, oh, we're going to we're going to teach Jason how to fish. And I remember even at that age, and I remember the afternoon, you know, pockets of it. And they were, you know, laughing at me on the way there. And, you know, they were walking ahead of me. And I'm like six steps back. And I grabbed this kind of walking this giant branch that looked like a staff. I was walking like with a giant walking stick and we got to the creek and after about an hour, they had their fancy fishing poles and caught nothing. And this fish was swimming right in front of me. And I took that staff and I stabbed it and I caught the fish. (laughs) Wow. In the the first try, in the first try. Yes. Uh, right in the gill. I caught it and lifted up like He-Man, and I go, I got a fish! And it was a big fish. So I went back, and my, my papa, who, who loved me dearly and, and realized I was, you know, I'm, I was going to have a rough road as a kid because I was a little different. He was so proud of me. And there is a photograph of this moment where my mom or papa said, we got to get this picture. So I have no teeth. I'm like, you know, I lost my two front teeth. <laughs> And I'm standing in his kitchen, and it's his kitchen, and I'm holding this fish. And you have not seen a happier kid than the way I look in that photograph. 
Well, that photograph is 37, 38 years old. Out of all of these years that I have told this story and that I have looked at this photograph, I reposted it this week on Thursday for Throwback Thursday. Oh, yeah, I see it on your uh, Instagram there. Go to my Instagram right now to search for Jason Matheson. It's like uh, the second row down. Yeah. An eagle-eyed viewer said, forget you and forget the giant microwave. Do you know what the funniest part of this photo is? <laughs> That's the breast cup, the br- the boob mug, the, the, the boob mug on top of the microwave. And Liz, the minute I saw that, I died laughing because I then remembered him drinking out of that all of the time. And someone got it for him after he had hip surgery. And it's the funniest thing that this one viewer noticed the boob cup, Liz. <laughs> well, I laughed myself silly when I heard it, saw that. <laughs> oh, gosh. And now I look at that photo totally different. I used to just concentrate on my little cowboy shirt or the sure, fish. Yeah. <laughs> But now my eye to the left goes right to the boob. Right. right. <laughs> well, your grandpa must have had a good sense of humor that he was willing to use it all those years. Yeah, he did. He was. He really did, Liz. He was. Uh, he was a good man. He again. Yeah. He made. He made the best biscuits in the world. But. Uh, but yeah. So. Anyway, well, now see, Liz, you did it. Kenny, Dawn, and I were worried. We didn't want to infect you. We didn't want you. to bring you down. Yeah. I told her I well, warned well, I her got, in advance. I really got uplifted by that because that sounds that's crazy fun in my eyes. Yes. <laughs> you actually cheered us up. We were worried we were gonna bring you down and you did exactly what we thought you would do and that was <laughs> that was cheer us up oh. with the with the boob cup. Well I love you guys and I don't want you to be sad. <laughs> no, no. We're just sassy today, Liz. We're all worked uh, we're all just uh uh, uh, just worked up over things today. Speaking so. our mind, you know. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know how that feels because I've been, I've been so disgusted with what's going on lately. I haven't listened to the news because it just makes me mad. Yeah. yeah. Same so here. So I've been listening to CDs on murder mysteries. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, perfect. That's right. Because you just you read so much. How, yeah. how many How many books have you gone through in the last month? Would you say, Liz? Oh, let's see. Uh, about 10. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know well, what? See, they're on audio tapes, and so I can just sit, sit there or lay there and listen to them. I don't yeah. have to worry about what my eyes, oh. eyes are doing. So It just but, occurred to me, Liz, do you listen to podcasts at all? No, I don't. Uh-uh. Oh, we've got to get Liz hooked up with yes. us and teach her how to listen to podcasts because true crime podcasts are some of the biggest and most mm-hmm. available podcasts out there. There's so many of them, and from what I understand, they're absolutely fascinating. I think you'd love it. Yeah, Liz, well, we got to we got to work on that. We got to show you how to do it because you that you would you would absolutely love it. Kenny's right. Well, listen, my friend, uh, are they on TV or do you have to use a, a computer? A well, you computer have to use or a computer a phone. Or, or, a or a phone. Yeah. Well, I ha- I don't have a computer. But okay. I do have a phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, we well, it. then we can do it. Then we can do it. No do problem. you have a yeah, cell got... phone? Yeah, it's a regular phone, not a cell okay. phone. Oh, okay. We got to yeah. work on this. We got to work on this. We got to get her set up. It'll give her okay. hours and hours of entertainment. Yeah. Liz, 
Have a good week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay, and thank you. It's always a joy to be with you. Oh, always thanks. a joy to have you. Bye-bye now. Okay, Bye-bye. we got to work on that. Great idea, Kenny. More TV talk when we return.